Kumusta kayo, Ami Gagayan sa podcast? On Reclaiming Philippines Identity Season 2, Episode 8, I am joined by a very good friend of mine, Lani, here with me today, sharing her story, her fellow Latino-American narrative with us today. She is a first-generation Filipino-American, and it's been about nine years since she left home, and about four years since she personally got comfortable calling Hawaii home. Her native language is Tagalog. She was born and raised in Laguna, but grew up here in Malawani, Hawaii. She recently graduated from Luis Mano this, past, this last year being of 2019 with her undergrad degree of political science and Philippine language and literature. She was definitely raised and nurtured by her fellow professor, Kita Pia, of the Philippine Department in U.S. Manoa. So without further ado, I welcome you to the podcast, Lene. In your own words, define Lene Manil and what do you do? Okay. Um, so my name is Lene Manio. Define it. Um, it's a combination of the name of my parents, my father's last name. Um, and then I used to work for Representative Russo at the legislature as, um, as her committee clerk and her legislative assistant. Kind of the same thing, but um, I don't know, we just do something different, I guess. And with that, to continue, how do you say was your upbringing made you who you are today? Maybe my family is a huge part of it. So growing up in the Philippines, it teaches you a different um, perspective about being Filipino and just being brown in general, um, especially since they don't have the same appreciation as they do how we kind of show it here. So that's probably yeah that's probably the mean for you to reclaim your Filipino identity the reality is that it needs to be reclaimed but i cannot stress enough that it starts at home which is very true regardless of the generation you belong to i'm a first gen immigrant here and a graduate so regardless of the generation you belong to either second third or fourth it's embedded in us that Filipino pride, even if it's hidden or lost through time, it's not hard to bring back, especially in the islands surrounded by different cultures of the Philippines. Literally, like everywhere you look, there's someone Filipino or with the blood. Um, so I always said to reclaim it is to start with language in general, um, because it brings in a certain appreciation for the culture. If language may not be your thing, learn, you know, Filipino dishes or um, certain traditions or culture, but definitely ask where it came from and how it began. Because it's really interesting to hear your grandparents' stories and um, to like to see where it just came from or how they first learned it. You know, like eating traditional Filipino food like adobo um, and all that. So the only time I found out about certain things or um, stories about these dishes was through classes from UH which was really crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You mentioned that you were a first generation of, were originally in the Philippines, but um, were you originally Where from? I'm from? Mm-hmm. So I was born in Laguna and I was raised there. We moved here about 12, 
Yeah, Laguna. But then my mom is from Manila and my dad is from the province of Pampanga. Do you still uh, speak the language or have you lost? No, I still do. Um, Tagalog would be our language. I never got to um, grow up in Kapampangan. <laughs> I would have loved, but yeah, no, Tagalog still. My mom still yells at us in Tagalog. <laughs> So for you, how do you see yourself with your cultural? I think it took me a while mm-hmm. to love the fact that I'm brown, especially when the Philippines itself is surrounded by billboards of whitening products and this huge industry behind colorism. So in a way, college really opened my eyes to understand the weight and that there's so much power behind the fact that I'm brown. Never was there a deep appreciation for it, either the fact that I'm Filipina or of my language, of my parents' language, or, you know, certain values and traditions. But um, college really helped fold that and then it made me appreciate where I was from even more. But it's sad to think that only when I left my own country was that then I found um, a deeper appreciation for what I was told was a, an imperfection. Have you personally struggled with fully embracing your cultural identity? I know you mentioned that when you left the Philippines, that's when you had that total appreciation. Yeah, I know, definitely. Um, I think when you come here, you're taught to simply blend in in order to survive. And I think that's the mentality a lot of immigrants try to, or at least parents too, they try to tell their children over and over again, you know, um, that's how we slowly lose our language, which is because you don't want to be looked down on or talked down on because of the way you speak, either through your accent or improper English. But yeah, so the idea that you have to blend in in order to survive. What about the Filipino culture? Do you appreciate them? Probably um, childhood games that, that we used to play as a kid mm-hmm. and dishes that we still try to cook even with like a few things missing in it. <laughs> For you, because you graduated college a year ago mm-hmm. and you graduated with double major in Filipino. What motivated you to take that leap and major in Filipino? Yeah, you do you know Tita Pia? I do. She's probably the one that motivated me the most. But also it double dipped into a lot of my courses. So it made it easier for me to plan the rest of college. But through her, um, can you say that she helped you um, understand a lot about your heritage. Yeah, and also like the teachers that she molded after her. Um, privilegedly enough, I, I was one of them. I was able to teach with her through a course. It, it was um, one of her classes was um, English, Honors English. Mm-hmm. And she embedded the Philippine culture no matter where she was. So through the class, we watched um, certain videos or a movie that, that was related to the language and the culture. Um, so just being with her in general kind of highlighted um, me being Filipino and I, was, I wasn't afraid to um, use it as an armor in a way. And also like the teachers that she molded. So like we Jason and Ate Precious and Kia Darren and all of them. So they definitely had a way of teaching Philippine classes that was really enticing and um, 
yeah, it was good classes. It was really fun. What can you say was your favorite moments when you were taking Filipino classes at Probably learning something I never actually thought or like history, like facts about history that um, I grew up with in the Philippines, like this known hero did this, but here we actually piece it out and um, explain it even more. And then you find out that, oh, that wasn't really the story. That was just a generic book when I was told when I was growing up. What was, is there anything that you learned that you wish you did? Yeah. Um, the conspiracy behind adobo being, um, what is it, like from, from Mexico? Mm-hmm. Probably shouldn't have started my sentence with the conspiracy, but I don't, like, I don't know if that's true. And um, I think I learned it in a travel food and culture class. <laughs> That I want to unlearn it, so it's not a question in my head. <laughs> that's kind of that's really interesting, honestly. What would be an advice you like to give your twelve-year-old self about my twelve-year-old self? <laughs> um, maybe don't be afraid to get things wrong, and then speak up for yourself because then it really minimizes your voice. Um, even if you're twelve, you have something to say. So. Might as well say it. But I think when I was 12, I was really quiet and I was really just trying to get a feel of everybody else. And when you're first, um, when you first landed in this country, it's just, it's a complete change of environment and culture and people. And so I kind of lost the Filipino part of it because I was trying to blend in in order to survive. And it wasn't really the best part. Um, it's really hard to regain it. Once you slowly, like pieces of you are taken away, like your language or your character or the way you say words, like um, like this show respect, like manapo or po, when you notice yourself not saying them anymore, it just it loses parts of your identity. And so um, that's probably what I would tell my 12 year old self. But she probably wouldn't understand it. <laughs> and now going to the future. Where do you see yourself in 10 years? Um, in 10 years, hopefully either done with my master's or law school. Very Filipino, yeah, my, my dreams. <laughs> um, and I work at UH within the line of project coordinator and I really want to see where that goes. So maybe in that field. I really want to teach my kids um, Kapampangan though and have my dad teach them and then teach them Tagalog. And I let them in Tagalog too. <laughs> I feel it's really interesting though. I never actually heard anyone speak Kapampangan. I know, it's really rare, um, especially here. I always only hear um, Bisaya and Ilocano. You mentioned your career when you said 10 years. How does your career and your culture would link together? Showing up as myself um, in, in, my, in my line of work. Um, because really, it's it's not as if I can, I don't know, like I, if I teach at UH, then I can teach my students. But then um, probably just showing up brown and maybe talking to my mom in Tagalog on the phone sometimes or like like answering questions without getting easily offended um, about Filipinos in general. Um, when that's how my career and my culture would mix. Sanas, 
not really a question, but last thing is what advice you would give to the next generation? The next generation? Um, I don't know. Um, oh, probably. Um, I think with everything I've learned, I think it's good to know where you came from. So you know where you're going. Um, probably kind of hypocritical of me to say, but you know how like Rizal was um, saying how ang hindi marunong lumingon sa pinangganingan, hindi makakarating sa paroroon. So in along the lines of that, it's not really something I live by, but it's something that I really wanted to learn. Um, is to just learn where you're from so you know where you're going. Um, and sometimes we get so lost in where we are now. Like, it's easier for me to speak to you in English instead of Tagalog, you know. Um, so, yeah, ask your parents, ask your grandparents, and then just listen to what they have to say. And with yeah. that, um, that's all the question I have. And okay. to end it with a lighter note, and because I always ask this, what is your favorite Filipino word? Word? Yeah. Oh, goodness. Uh, <laughs> maybe tulong. Yeah, tulong would probably be one of my favorite words. Sorry. Um, yeah, tulong means help. And that's all we have for today. I thank you again for saying yes to having your story shared with the rest of the world.